You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Beat Bodega. We got Eric and Gilbert here. How you guys doing? What's up, families? What's up, fam? Doing pretty good. I just had a little Chinese food, and if you hear me get up, you know why. Would you get? Would you have cream of sun, young guy? <laughs> my, all over my mouth. Hey. <laughs> and my face. <laughs> the hits keep coming. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, interesting week in music. We, uh, unfortunately, we lost Eddie Van Halen uh, after a long battle with cancer. So, rest in peace to one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Uh, big loss. He's, to the, the, he's, the, he's the GOAT, right? He's the goat. He's kind of goaty. Nah, he's no go- goaty. He's in the farm. Yeah, you have. Steve yeah, he's Vi, definitely in the Joel farm. Satriani, you know? He's in the farm. Steve Vai. He had a lot of good ones. That Jimi Hendrix guy was pretty Jimmy. good. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, yeah. yeah. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. But can, nonetheless, if there's, a mount, if there's a mount, <laughs> what? If there's no, a, we could go on forever. Yeah, if there's a Mount Rushmore of guitar players, you'd put them there. I mean, definitely. Yeah, and, and I think let, Van Halen was our generation guitar player, right? Like yeah. he was, he was the guy that we all identified with and gave us uh, amazing songs like "Hot for Teachers," great videos. Yeah, let's not forget that I also learned how to play "Come, you, Come as You Are" on the guitar. So don't <laughs> don't count me out. What? <laughs> it's the only song I ever heard. What does that have to do with Van Halen? Uh, no, about the the Mount Rushmore of of oh, guitars. Shit. Oh, so <laughs> you know, yeah, so Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, Gilbert Diaz. Is that that's what you're getting to? Playing one song. <laughs> playing one song. Yep, oh, playing shit. one song. <laughs> oh man! So here we are. This is um, we're doing a covers episode. We're doing our favorite covers. Um, we selected six, uh, for, you know, <clears throat> for the playlist. So there's six, uh, six, uh, options by Gilbert, myself, and Eric. Um, this was a, I gotta pers- do it, Carlos. What? I gotta do it. Do what? Six, 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 the number <laughs> of the beast. That's the only reason we have six songs each. I really wanted to. Cause you're a huge Iron Man fan. That. A little bit, you know. I'm a fan of Bruce Dickinson, and that guy's voice is badass. And he's still rocking it, and and uh, flying songs. I was about to say he's a pilot, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, what did I say? He's still rocking flying 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 songs. songs, (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, they also uh, Steve Harris. I mean, one of the baddest bassists. He's also a West Ham United fan, Carlos. Just for you. It's uh, uh, bubbles. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a late... it's like some soccer reference. Sorry for those of you out there. Who That's all right. Our, it's football. Our, uh, it's our, football, uh, you goddamn American. I'm such a Neanderthal. Our European <laughs> contingent will oh, pick it up. Um, but yeah, Ted Lasso. Ted... You guys got to watch that show, Ted Lasso. Yeah, American coach you keep goes to, to, to London and or to the UK and starts coaching football. Football. Initiated. Football. All right. It's a great show. Very positive. Thank you. Carlos is going to kill me today. No, no. It's it's a late night at the bodega. We're recording late. Um, We've all had a busy week and we snuck this this episode in. 
but it's a fun one. So, so Giver put out his six. He's the first on the list, and then myself, and then the list closes out with Eric. So, Giver, you want to go over your six? Pull it in the rear. I do. Um, so my first one was uh, Killing Him Softly by the Fugees, originally done by Roberto Flack. Uh, then we have number two was Because the Night, uh, done by 10,000 Maniacs on Unplugged. And that was originally written by Bruce Springsteen, but performed by Patti Smith. Then we have another Unplugged song. It was uh, The Man Who Sold the World by Nirvana, originally done by David Bowie. Then we got Punk Rock Girl, done by MXPX, originally done by the Dead Milkman. And we have Faith, uh, done by Limp Biscuit, originally by George Michael. And then my last one was Walk This Way, uh, Run DMC, originally done by Aerosmith. All right. Solid, solid six. To Are you going to have a new metal show? Uh, a, metal? a new metal show, considering a new metal, like Limp Biscuit and Corn. Limp Biscuit Corn. Yeah, Death Tones, all those guys. <laughs> No, we should. I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I so I'm in. Yeah, I, I, I think if we do a metal show or '80s hair metal, it'll be closer to the Halloween episode. Uh, but maybe, maybe we do, maybe we do uh, old metal versus new metal. We could do that. Not a contest. But I mean, you know, going into Halloween, we want to get dark and aggressive, so we'll go there. All right. So let me go over my six. Uh, the first song I selected was "Changes" by Charles Bradley. Uh, it's originally done by by Black Sabbath. Um, then I did uh, "Purple Rain," uh, done by Slightly Stupid, since everybody knows I like white boy reggae. Uh, originally done by Prince. Boys of Summer by the Ataris, originally done by Don Henley. Uh, Sympathy for the Devil, uh, covered by Motorhead, originally done by the Rolling Stones. Desolation Row by My Chemical Romance, originally done by Bob Dylan. And then Major Tom by Shiny Toy Guns, and uh, originally a Peter Schilling song. All right, Eric, draw. give us your six, man. All right. I Would Die for You by Churches, originally done by Prince. Not in Love, Crystal Castles featuring Robert Smith from The Cure. It was an original song by Platinum Blonde, Goth Star. This is a, I kind of cheated on here. This is more of a sample of a Fleetwood Mac song, Seven Wonders. Uh, White Magic, this is a combination of two David Bowie songs, cover, um, Magic Dance and Dead Men Walking. My fifth song is Ziggy Stardust by Bauhaus, also done by David Bowie. And finally, Just Breathe um, by Willie, sung by Willie Nelson, originally performed by Pearl Jam. I love that. Willie Nelson and Lucas Hawes. Sorry about that, Lucas. You know, we go way back. <laughs> do you think, do you I, think I don't that, know him. I, not, I don't know who. What's up, Gilbert? Do you think that Peter Schilling knows that he's been on a podcast within the, like, the last two? This is the second time we talk about Peter, Peter Schilling. <laughs> There's no way that any other podcast it's, it's in America in the last 20 it's years. Also, hey, it's also like, you know, it's that successor to, there's a there's a David Bowie theme going on here. Yeah. You know, when I, when I was originally yeah. chose, choosing my my six, I was going to do all David Bowie, but I, I couldn't take uh, The Man Who Sold the World from you, Gilbert. I would never do that to you. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, you know. I'm also, I'm also surprised that none of us took the easy way out and just did punk bands covering songs. Because that would have been an easy way to go. I got one. 
Yeah, no, I got one. Hey, yeah, but I mean, those like punk bands and ska bands, they you know, yeah, they're notorious. And there's great, and there's, huh? Yeah, and they're great ones. I mean, and, oh, they're, and they're they're great covers too. Like, I mean, the greatest cover band of all time is Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. <laughs> so, I mean, just their albums alone, the I believe I can fly cover is incredible. Um, and then they that uh, they have that the live album that's that was uh, that was recorded in a bar mitzvah, which is fucking badass. <laughs> like how, imagine imagine you're turning thirteen year olds and and me first in the gimme gimme's is doing your fucking bar mitzvah. That's fucking incredible. That is pretty cool. Like, that's did pretty... they have to pay for that, or was it like one of the band members' family? You know, Maybe. How, Who knows? How do, you, how do you even make that happen? Because it's it's like Dude. it's a super group. It's and not even a regular that... band. It's yeah. it's a super group. And they're so notorious for not. They don't tour. They only play shows like in San Francisco. So yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, we were supposed to see them a couple years back, yeah, and so uh, Fat Mike had to go and ruin it. They had to go talk about the the country the country folks. Oh man. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, man. There was. I mean, they they had they had uh, several albums, you know, dedicated yeah. punk goes eighties, punk goes oh, metal, yeah. pop, punk goes pop. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah there was a few. There was. Uh, there was a cover that I, I toyed with the idea of, of, of adding just because I, I really I think it's a cool cover. And uh, considering I'm in Texas, um, damn, I can't remember the name of the song, but they do a, it's Ice Tea and. Body Count? No. Yeah, body Count. <laughs> body Count. It's, uh, it's a turn down for what cover? Okay. And then, uh, but it's on it's on one of those those albums. Uh, damn, why can't I remember the the band? But yeah, it, it's really aggressive. And I actually got to meet the band and the singer. Uh, we did an event here where it was all different rock artists and the nicest guys in the world. Super super nice guys. Um, if I could remember the name of the fucking band. Uh, da, 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 da. I can't remember right now. Let me see. All right. Well, I'm taking too much time trying to remember the name of the band. But um, yeah, I don't think this is great. This is great podcasting right now. No, no. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of dead air. No, but it, it's those were those were great albums. Like those collections that they came out, they had a lot of cool covers. Um, and, and, and I think it it's what inspired Willie Nelson to do his Heroes album, which is where I pulled this song from that it's all covers and stuff like that. The so you know the whole punk punk scene really you know set up the world for for cover albums. You're welcome world. <laughs> what? Just like the WWB the punk world provides. <laughs> <laughs> well you know which which one I wanted to put on here but I I um I didn't was uh uh Johnny Cash's hurt. That's one of the. That's, yeah, that's well, actually, when, when we were texting each other, Eric and I, I, that that flew in there, didn't it, Eric? Didn't we text that song? I, I don't know, man. I just I just remember seeing um, or, or reading an article with uh, Trent Reznor saying that once he did that song, that was it wasn't his anymore. It was no it? longer mine, and I was <laughs> like, that's some fucking mad respect. This guy did your song, and it's like, yeah, he did it better than I did. You know who produced <laughs> that record too, right? Uh, David Bowie? No, no. Man, I don't know. Uh, no. Um, uh, Which record? Rick Rubin. Trent Reznor's record? No, the, 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 the Johnny the, Cash? Johnny Cash one. Rick, Rick no, I don't. Yeah, Rick Rubin. Rick, Rick Rubin. Rubin. Actually, his last two or three records he did. Yep. 
yeah, yeah. I think he oh, was signed, he was signed to uh, Rick's uh, label. Yeah. How well? How I found out about Lucas Haas was through Rick Rubin. Remember, I think it was it Dave Grohl's show um, that he oh. went, he went out to visit uh, Rick Rubin, and he's hanging yeah. out with them in Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is Rick Rubin lives in Austin now, right? I don't Maybe know. we could run into him if, if if we ever go out there. I wouldn't mind. If you guys there. ever visit me, the I, hey, and, we're planning on it, man. I'm yeah. thinking April. Yeah. So, but just to go back, I want to give a shout out to the to the proper band. So, the cover of "Turned Down for What" is Ice T, and then from actually from here, from I I want to say they're from San Antonio, is uh, "Upon a Burning Body." Um. Great band. That's their name. Yeah, no, they're they're but they're a phenomenal band. And like I said, I had the opportunity to meet them and be nice. Are they a jazz band? Huh? <laughs> are they a hardcore band? They're a jazz band. No, they're a, a no, folk, I, I, folk a cover band. <laughs> no, it's just the name. It was like it was during that period where all these hardcore, like when it rains, it pours. Yeah. As I lay dying, I all like these. It. Oh my God, guys! Put a little color in your names, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, the world can be good if you let it in. No, this was this was tough. I mean, it was we had at one point when we originally did the list, we did, we did five each, and then I I we wanted to add one more. Yeah, I wanted to add one more, and then Eric was was manipulating the fact that he wanted us to have six each so he can do his little 666 sign of the beast deal but um but i mean realistically I, we could have done 20 20 and 20 30 30 and 30 because there's so many good cover songs um i mean motorhead does a ton of covers and great covers there was i was kind of tossed i was tossing between uh sympathy for the devil or they do um a cover of R-A-M-O-N-E-S Ramones. And then after they, you know, majority of the band passed away, uh, they would actually perform it. And that, that was, that was one that I thought about putting there, but like I said, I, I, I like where, where you guys went with the covers, um, you know, didn't stick to one genre. You kind of went to different artists. So that, that was kind of cool. And, and, and some obscure, Covers, which is which is pretty cool, and then um, I'm just trying to show off. That's that's the only reason this happened. I'm trying to show off, and look look how weird I can get, guys. Super Eric, strange. I think when we did the versus battle, everybody saw how weird you can get. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get weird, guys. Just stick along for the ride. It's, it's gonna get weird, uh, Carlos. I'm I'm surprised. Even even though Motorhead's badass, I'm surprised you didn't go with the Guns and Roses version of Sympathy of the Devil. I don't. Know. <sighs> Motorhead all no, the way, brother. No. Motorhead all the way. This is, it, it, it comes from one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> Interview? Interview with a vampire, baby. <laughs> no, I know you're gay. <laughs> but... <laughs> hey. I love Tom Cruise. I love Anne <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't like Tom Cruise. Brad Pitt. What? Is what? Hey, man. Tom Cruise no, is not, amazing. I'm not How a Tom can Cruise you not guy. like Tom Cruise? He's incredible. Because Gilbert got out of Scientology. Damn. I'm kidding. That's not a real thing. Can I offer you a fresca? Fresca. A fresca. <laughs> but oh, um, I, I, I wanted to put a, another like a Steve Winwood song, but it was like kind of a cheating. It's the, it's a cover of uh, is it Valerie? Call on me. I don't know the name I, of this. Song. Eric Prince. Oh. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's 
that Eric Prides did that and it's yeah. Call On Me. But yeah. Rara Riot also sings it and it's a pretty good cover. It's a legit cover, not a, a sample like uh, Call On Me, which yeah. is probably one of the greatest videos of all time. If you've yeah, never seen um, it, check it out. Eric Pride's uh, Call On Me. I, I'm, I'm, what's the, the ska band? It's not, I keep thinking Less Than Jake, but it's not Less Than Jake. What's Real the other, Big Fish? Real Big Fish that does um, Take, take on, on Me. me. Which That's was one incredible. of the first times... I, I, I don't know about you guys, but when like when I was like listening to stuff, because Real Big Fish was also also kind of like teetering on mainstream too. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard that cover, it was Take On Me. It was them and MXPX who had the cover of Take On Me. And they were both amazing, you know? And, MX, and, well, MXPX has the, the two albums that are, are just, uh, they're called Undercover and Undercover 2. Okay. Um, and they, they, they do, yeah, they do great. They do great. And we, can't, we can never forget uh, the local band, um, Oh my God! Who, the the band that's from Weston, that they got really huge. They're, they're they were really popular. They they had a cover of a, "Our God Is an Awesome God." I don't know. <sighs> Dude, you, that that band it's like a punk band from Weston, and they blew up. Local band. I'm, um, oh, you talking about uh, Newfound Glory? Newfound Glory, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you ever heard their version of "Our God Is an Awesome God"? No, oh, they, it's, they, it's, they, it's amazing. Got, I, saw, I, I saw that live. Like, I don't know if it was when they first started off, they were kind of like Christian and stuff. Yeah. But it was like, that was the first time I actually heard Our God is an Awesome God. And I'm like, this song's amazing. Like, I think they did, Aaron, I, I think they did a whole, <laughs> they did a whole um, cover out, uh, album too, I think. And it's heaven. really good. Their version of Heaven is incredible. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, and, and, I mean there's, and then there, you have classic artists that came up with amazing covers. Like you have, um, Jimi Hendrix doing all along the Watchtower. And yes, that, that's a thank cover. you, Carlos, for for taking out of us out of that funk hole. Yeah, and that's yeah. why we didn't choose any funk songs. Today, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, that's, <laughs> thank you. Smashing pumpkins, smashing pumpkins, landslide, and you have. Right. Um, I mean, arguably, you know, this is gonna emasculate me right now, but. What you could consider probably the the most famous cover of all time is "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston or Whitney Houston covering oh, yeah. uh, Dolly Parton's song. Um, well, who did? I'm oh, sorry. Who did "Proud Mary" first? CCR or Tina Turner? CCR, CCR, and then Tina Turner. But, Tina Turner covered it. But again, I mean, there you. That's the the crazy thing about covers is you could have that band that covers your song and like you guys said like you you know when you're discussing the hurt thing becomes somebody's song and like nobody will nobody will ever say that i will always love you is a dolly parton song because whitney did it and owned it you know because Mm -hmm. she knocked it out of the park and that that happens with a lot of covers where you hear them and you're like shit you know you like better than the original well Whitney, well, Whitney has done some amazing covers. I don't know if you remember. I think it was the 1992 Super Bowl. Um, the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> she covered the national anthem. <laughs> I think she even she even won an award for that. It was she won a Grammy. I think so. it was it was actually the first time the Star Spangled Banner was in the top in the top ten of the, of the uh, Billboard. Isn't that crazy? So is that what it was, or she didn't win an award? I was making uh, that up. No, you yeah. probably made that up. But. Well, she did. She did. She also did "I'm Every Woman," which was originally a Shaka Khan song. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, like it, it's. I mean, how many people, um, you know, know along the Watchtower to be a, a Bob Dylan song? It's you automatically think Jimi Hendrix. 
Um, yeah. Well, you know what? We, we had the conversation before. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Oh, speaking of, I, I, I don't know if you guys say you, but do you know, I know that we talk a lot about Rockwell here. I, I read an article earlier this week that Lenny Kravitz. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, okay, how cool is that? There were Lenny Kravitz almost sang. I feel like somebody's watching me. I don't know. Is that did somebody, I get the name somebody, of the song? Somebody's, right? watch, somebody's watching me. Yeah. Because he was best friend with Barry Gordy's son, and Lenny Kravitz says like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna do some cooler shit in the future. <laughs> you can have this song." Like Lenny had the foresight, because you know, like. I know, Carlos, you said that it would have been cooler had he done it, and I do agree, but then we might not have had, are you going to go my way? Or yeah. you, We might have not had that Lenny Kravitz, right? Exactly. Yeah, we wouldn't have had <laughs> Zoe and, and we wouldn't have had Rockwell. <laughs> That's true. Because, and then Michael Jackson probably wouldn't have sung backup. Yeah. And then Gilbert would have lost his joke on the podcast, and then it would have been anarchy. <laughs> That's, yeah. Oh. Two 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 episodes worth of 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 of, of uh, content gone. <laughs> Speaking of, that was the, that was the first concert you and I went together, Gilbert. Was Lenny Kravitz? Yeah, we got we got offered drugs. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, imagine. Did you say yes? No, no I was no. I was fourteen. And he was like, like the guy. Hey, you guys want to smoke? Did they just offer us pot? But it was. <laughs> did, it he was say, did he say? Did he say pot or reefer? I, I reefer he said reefer <laughs> <laughs> that was you know it's funny <laughs> we're gonna i'm gonna go off topic here but it's such a funny story um but you know before my dad passed um one of our friends i won't name his name on the on the show you know happens to always have uh pot so you know i had an inkling that you know my dad was on his last run and uh he goes hey you think you could ask blank for some grass and i look at my dad and i go you're a fucking old man bro who the fuck calls it grass i go for sure we're not gonna find grass <laughs> but i just told that story a few days ago that, that i'll never forget hey you think you, you think you could score some grass i think that that's exactly how it came out of his mouth and i go you old motherfucker bro you can't <laughs> your dad your dad was a narc yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, hey, I, Carlos, out of Carlos, out of curiosity, what was the second concert that you and I went together to? No, that's okay. We'll leave that out. Nice. <laughs> and I'm the feminine I, one of the group. No, first of all, I was forced. I was forced. Sure. Forced. Forced. Okay. okay, Eric, you know you've known Gilbert for as long as I have. What do you think Gilbert's reaction would be when you tell him, "Hey, I want to go to this concert." And you tell him no. Come on, bro. I don't want to go by myself. And then also we got to deal with Gilbert, and you just give in. And that hey, man, it's a live show. You got to see her live. Oh yeah. There's Listen, to be ashamed so, of. So yes, this Janet I'm... Jackson was a shit. All right. <laughs> so there it is. It's Janet Jackson, everybody. Yeah. I wasn't the one. What's the name of that? It's up to you tour or something like that. It's all to. No, you. that was the uh, the Janet tour. Yeah, I wasn't Gilbert, the one. Gilbert the choreography to all the dances and he was <laughs> which is impressive to see i still it's amazing I, that, that you just stole, stole my thunder because i was i was gonna tell I him that you I were the going, one in the middle you of the were hall. gonna flip it on me he said yeah i know what you were doing that i was the one in the middle of the hallway doing the if dance okay <laughs> first of all if people <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, no. so was it right. a good show yeah, of was, course. Was it, that's all that matters, man. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. It doesn't matter what we do. We I all... went to go see Manny Moore 
open for Enrique Iglesias, man. How about that? Yeah, that's yeah, it worse. was a Y100 concert, and it was amazing. That's when Mandy Moore was peeking with candy. Covered <laughs> 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 space right now, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, who is this guy? Yeah, no, uh, you, you, Listen, you know how I become... I'm in dad mode is because now Mandy Moore is Rapunzel. What do you mean? And she's the, she voiced Rapunzel. Oh, nice. In the movie, she's, uh, she's doing good, man. I, you know, I, I was always rooting for her. <laughs> so it was her and vitamin C. The that's, that's probably the only podcast that has mentioned vitamin C. <laughs> I like I, if you guys could actually see just watching Eric and Rapunzel. Eric's face after he said that, after he realized, oh shit, that just came out of my mouth. But the cool thing about going back to the Lenny Kravitz concert uh, was uh, we also had the opportunity to see Blind Melon. And, you know, which unfortunately the yeah. singer passed away, but they put on a great yeah. show. They put on a great show. And that was a great venue. What, yeah, was, they were the place, cool. what was the place we went to? I, I think it was like an amphitheater or something like that in West Palm, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah but it, it was cool because, I mean, it was pretty intimate. I mean, it, like we were close. It felt like we were close. Yeah, it's almost it's it's like um, what's the uh, Eric? We're, we saw Matt and Kim in the beach at the what's that place called in the beach? Um, with the F. Uh, Fillmore. The Fillmore. It's, it's like the Fillmore, but it was up north. I think it was in West Palm. But it was cool. Yeah, no, they were so. Shannon Hoon's daughter is like a grown ass girl now, and she's singing too. You know that, right? No, really. She's Miko Hoon. Yeah, man. So she's doing her own shit now. Check her out. Yeah, man. Shannon Hoon, dude. Yeah, great voice. That was a big loss. Yeah, the backup backup vocals yeah, on, cool uh, on uh, with Axel Rose and uh, Don't Cry. Talented, talented guy. Yep. Um. All right, so we've kind of drifted, haven't we? Oh no, yeah, yeah. We've gone totally off the rails. But I blame Janet, Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, there you go. Yeah, that happened. Had to do it. Had all right, let's go dive into these into this covers, yo. Control. Hey. So, <laughs> I, so well, let, let's, let's do this. We'll, we'll take a quick pause, and then we'll, we'll dive deep into this bitch. All right? Let's do it. Uh, oh, my God, bro. All right. We are back. Uh, uh, Carlos. Oh, never what? mind. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? It's okay. We've got... Hey, uh, uh, Eric and I... Well, we were just talking about... Uh, so, I recently discovered that show, What We Do in, Sh in the Shadows. Oh, that's a great show. Uh, you ever watch it or no? I've seen a few episodes. Dude, I am like, I'm obsessed with that damn show. I literally watched the, the two seasons in like a matter of like four days. It was crazy. It's the, it's the Kiki Watiti. I know yeah. you're a big fan too. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's on, I think the movie's on Hulu, isn't it? Or Amazon. Have you seen the movie, Gilbert? I've never you seen the movie. Only for the show. Yeah, I saw the movie. Okay. But it's a, if you guys... Haven't seen it. Check it out. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we do a music podcast, so we're not going to talk about the show. <laughs> but all let's right, review it, guys. Let's review it. So <laughs> it was funny. So I had actually, uh, before we get into the list, other covers that are you know we were discussing how there's covers that people have done and it's become their own. Um, you know, nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor. Yep. You know that. Me and Bobby McGee, Janis Joplin. I didn't know that the original song is actually Chris Christopherson. Um, you have "Blinded by the Light." I always thought it was Manfred Mann's Earth Band song. It's a Bruce Springsteen song. And then uh, 
Gilbert, you get a kick out of this because uh, that was in my younger years when I was a bouncer. I Want Candy by Bow Wow Wow was originally by Strange Love. It was probably one of the saddest concerts I ever saw. There was like five people there, but shout out to Bow Wow Wow anyway. And then, yeah, we, we, we talked to we talked so you saw Bow Wow Wow live? Yeah, in yeah. Gainesville. In Gainesville. What? That's cool. Yeah. And then I Love Rock and Roll. Most people just know it as a Joan Jett song, but it's originally by the Arrows. Um, a, another great cover is I Fought the Law by the Clash, or by the Clash, but originally a Bobby Fuller song. And then Higher Ground, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Stevie Wonder song. And then yeah. Patti Smith with another cover of Gloria, which is a Van Morrison song. And then lastly, I'm sorry, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It's actually a song originally by Robert Hazard. Um, so wait, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, and, but that you know that's that's what's interesting. After we did our six, immediately after I'm like, damn, I could have done this cover. Damn, I could have done that cover. But I I, I love what we picked here because it, it's you know totally off the cut. You know, you know different genres of music. Um, and then you know there there were clever choices. There were there were fun choices. All right, Gilbert. You're up first, son. Talk about what you got. Well, right. So my first, what I got. So first was Killing Me, uh, Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. Um, you know, I, I think everybody knows this is a song that kind of blew them up completely. I think they were, you know, a pretty um, popular band amongst, you know, hip hop and stuff like that. They had uh, their, their first album. Um, and then even Fuji La came out and that was, that was pretty popular. But um but Killing Him Softly took it to another level. They that's that's what made, uh, you know, uh, the score of that album from the Fugees, uh, you know, one of the top selling albums, hip hop albums of all time. So, um, that was cool. And I, and uh, second was Because of the Night of Ten Thousand Maniacs. So, um, I think the Unplugged series that MTV had bred for a lot of cool covers and stuff like that. Um, and this one was one of the best ones. Um, I love Natalie Merchant. I think she's awesome. Um, and um, and you know, Patty Smith is a legend. And and I, I mean, I'm not gonna say she did it better than uh, there. You know, that that 10,000 Maniacs did it better than Patty Smith, but it was it, damn, it's pretty good. Um, and then we have the greatest band of all time uh, doing <laughs> a cover of David Bowie with the man who sold the world. <laughs> and um, it's it's such a cool cool version of the song and. The guitar that Kurt uses for for the unplugged in general, it's like that. It was an electric guitar, so it wasn't really acoustic, but it's hollowed out like an acoustic. So it's a kind of weird thing, but it made it made the the, the tone and the sound of, of of that song really incredible. Um, and it's Kurt Cobain, dude. I mean, he's you know the greatest. And then uh, uh, we do Punk Rock Girl, MXPX, and um, originally done by the Dead Milkman. And that's such an iconic song, be begin with. Anyway, the Dead Milkman was such a fucking cool band. And MXPX really does a great job. And it's really cool because, like, in the guitar solo in the original part, the MXPX does it with an accordion. They do the <laughs> they do the guitar solo with an accordion, which is pretty cool. Um, Limp Bizkit covering Faith. So I'm gonna go. Guys. This is huge. I'm not yeah. a 1997. 1999. No, oh, 99, right? I don't know. Yeah. They had just burned down Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of rage in the air. 
Yes. I'm surprised I, you went with this. It was such a, it was cool when you heard it and then just that screaming, you yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm, like, mind you, not that I wasn't a huge Limp Bizkit fan. I mean, they were, they were you can't whatever. even say their name right. Yeah. They were whatever. <laughs> but I, I, personally, I wasn't a, a fan of new metal. So, like, I, I don't like Deftones. I don't like any of that stuff, really. I didn't like corn all that much, you know. So, right. but this, this cover is fucking badass. So I'll take that. And then um, Walk This Way by Run DMC is such an um, uh, important song in just music in general, because again, that like you talk about the Fuji's taking, killing yourself and taking this, this took Run DMC to the next level. And it's just funny because, so the, the, the original concept was they were just gonna sample the boom, that, you know, and it was Jam Master J cutting the original Aerosmith record back and forth, but they were gonna do that and sample it and then write their own lyrics. But Rick Rubin was like, no, let's redo it. And so you have Run and, and DMC talking about it, you know, I was a, a loser, what is it, never made it with the ladies and, you know, like you hear like something that you would never hear a rapper talk about on a song. And it's cause, you know, they, they actually, redid the song and they didn't do their own lyrics to it. So, um, and Rick Rubin had the foresight to, to have them redo the song and knowing that that'll cross them over and, and it didn't and it made them the biggest group, you know, at the time, so. Well, this, this is like the, the two biggest things out of, your, uh, out of your stick is, well, Walk This Way, it was the first rock rap collabo. It also, right. it nope. reintroduced Aerosmith nope. to a new generation. Blondie and Fat Five Freddy. Well, uh, yeah, but it's the, the most iconic is Run DMC and, and Aerosmith. And then you have, because the night actually made MTV Unplugged popular. That was the first Unplugged album or the first Unplugged, Unplugged performance that was popular. It came out the year before Nirvana's. So... Because you would, how many times don't you remember that video coming out on MTV, Natalie Merchant doing the, the unplugged version? So like that was a, a big yeah. moment for MTV. That um, I mean, because I'm standing was, on a chair, the, in front of a piano, isn't it? Oh, did she stand on a chair? I don't know. The, I don't think so. That, that was Pearl Jam. Yeah, that was Pearl Jam. <laughs> that was when, when yeah, Eddie Vedder wrote what he wrote, pro choice on his arm, and then fell over and had his whole deal. But like that, it, it, it's. You know, you have two big moments in music in, in just your six, you know, kind of the, you know, because MTV Unplugged was huge. I mean, it, it was, I mean, you'd wait for the album, you'd, you'd wait for the episode to come out. I mean, you had Pearl Jam do it, LL Cool J, uh, 10,000 Maniacs, um, who else is the, who else did Unplugged? A bunch of people. And, and that was a, that was a big series for MTV doing these Unplugged episodes. Um Eric, you got anything yeah, like, to say I, about uh, Gilbert Cliff? I, I'm sorry, Gilbert. I like the two. Sorry, just to jump, jump in there. I like the two because it, it kind of gave them, like the artist, um, you know, uh, an outlet to do something a little bit probably different that they probably wouldn't do to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah it was just, they, they were a little bit more creative. You know, like you, you think about just the Nirvana one alone, how many covers they did in that thing. You know, uh, they did three Absolutely. songs. The Vaseline's, the, yep. Um, these lips, um, and what uh, the? Son of a gun, I think. Son of a gun. Three, the three uh, meat puppet songs that they did. That's right. They did a uh, a, a yet the yellow lead better song at the end. Right. Um, uh, 
you talked about yeah the Vaseline's. Oh, you're uh, still talking about the show. Yeah, I was still talking about. <laughs> Sorry, the show. I was just talking, thinking Nirvana covers. And then um, no, no, they, yeah, they did the um, uh, Jesus don't want you for a uh, sunbeam. You know, like they just they they really kind of went out and just didn't do you know a, a, a acoustic version of Smells Like Teen Spirit. You know, like they kind of um, you know took some risks and and it worked out. You know. Right, so you heard I, the story about that guitar, the guitar that he used for that. How it was his daughter had it, and then she got married, and they got divorced. And he kept the the guitar, and then tried to sell it holy for shit, millions no of dollars. And it was like all these legal battles with it over uh -huh. the guitar. All right, so yeah, I, I pretty I sad, know, you know. So I I know I'm not even going to ask Gilbert because I know his favorite unplugged episode was Nirvana. But Eric, what was yours? I really didn't care. You really didn't care. Yeah, I, I really didn't care, man. I, what, what, what I'm not gonna lie, it was whatever. I don't think I even watched those full unplugged shows, man. Yeah, no, I my, to oh, be wow. honest, you know, I, I caught I caught all the videos after. Yeah, no, I think my wow, that's please don't hate me, world. No, I like my I Alice in Chains was my favorite one. I, I thought that was a good one. All right, so that was a cool one. I'm not a huge. I wasn't a huge Alice in Chains guy though. So Eric got me actually into Alice in Chains. And that's because the tape was stuck. Well, that's all you could hear in his car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but, but Alice, yeah, but they're fucking phenomenal. Anyway, they're a great band. Um, all right, so my six. So I had um, changes. Uh, originally a Black Sabbath song, but this is Charles Bradley doing it, uh, which is one of the one of the coolest covers I've ever heard because of how. The, the just the difference in in uh, in genre you know he's he has an old soul sound like an old motown sound and uh, unfortunately passed away uh in 2017 originally from gainesville um he's he, shout out yeah shout out to gainesville he was uh in daptone records which if anybody knows who sharon uh, jones and the dap kings are that's the label that she's on um but this or if you've ever watched the show on Netflix, Bad Mouth, the cartoon series, it actually starts off with that cover. That I'm going through changes. That's actually Charles Bradley's version of, of the Black Sabbath song. Um, and a, a week after uh, Prince passed away, uh, Slightly Stupid did a cover of Purple Rain with, uh, with uh, Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead and uh, Angelo Moore from uh, Fishbone. Um, which it's, I think it's an amazing cover. Um, you know, white boy reggae sound, but, you know, uh, listening to Angelo Moore sing it, you know, it was, it was actually a really, really cool cover. Um, Boys of Summer, Ari's covering, uh, covering uh, Don Henley. Um, great song. I, I love, I love the way they, they covered it because it doesn't sound so far off the original, just, you know, quick paced and, and, and punk. And then, um, you know how they added their little, their little, uh, kind of signature signature to the song when they say, you know, I had a black flag sticker on my Cadillac, you know, instead of, yeah. instead of the, the original version. And then motorhead rest in peace. One of my favorite covers. I love the way it starts off with the drums on that version. Um, Desolate. My chemical romance is one of your favorite bands too. Nothing wrong with that. They're amazing. Yeah. And I think you secretly love My Chemical Romance, Carlos. I don't dislike My Chemical. I don't. I don't know why this. I know, but I think you love them. 
This is like the fourth song you put from them on here, on the show, which is cool. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I it's a bad thing. I don't thing. remember any other Chemical <laughs> song that I put on. Uh, Black Parade. Black Parade. There's no playlist that has Black Parade on it. Yeah, you did. You brought it up. You <laughs> used to dance to it, singing in the shower. No, okay. So now you're just being an idiot. That, no, 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 but you did put Black Parade. No, I didn't. You did put Black Parade for something. I can't remember. I did not put Black Parade on anything. Um, but Desolation Row, one, the video is fucking awesome. Two, it was on the Watchmen soundtrack. And it is it is so different from Bob Dylan's version. And it's hard and intense. It's, it's, I actually think it's one of uh, My Chemical Romance's hardest songs. Like, you know, like as far as intensity. I love the way they did it. And then... Um, Major Tom, uh, covered by Shiny Toy Guns, which I originally saw in a Lincoln MKZ commercial, in a commercial for a, a, Link, a Lincoln vehicle. Um, was Matthew McConaughey driving? No, this was before. <laughs> this was before he was he was the voice okay. of Lincoln. Uh, but all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so those are my covers. Uh, then we go to Eric's. All right. Um... Wow, this has been this show's been a little weird today, right? Like it's just been like, hey, go, go, we'll just lay it out there. Anyways, I, I'm gonna start with "I Would Die for You" again. Uh, Churches, I just I love the band. I love Churches. It's my favorite song by Prince, and and hearing her take on it or the band's take on it, and with her vocals, I really love it. "Mad in Love," Crystal Castles. It's kind of a electronic uh, version of Platinum's Bomb. It's very slow. You know, it's a heavy bass song, and then here they just sped it up and. Just to just the fact that they got Robert Smith to to kind of sing the the chorus on it is pretty cool. That's um, awesome. I go into like a darker like goth era, and I, and hopefully Carlos listens that since it is Halloween, maybe we could do a goth um, kind of tribute to Kitchen. Yes. So, you know, I, I'm a big fan. So this is the, the name of the song is Goth Star, and what I what I liked about this is it's uh, Fleetwood Mac's uh, Seven Wonders. Like they just created a whole new song just from. I think my favorite part of the Seven Wonders song, and and they just run with it, and and it sounds good. It sounds Fleetwood, amazing. Fleetwood Mac is so hot now. <laughs> did you? Well, yeah, the, the, the skater, <laughs> that skater guy, right? Like, how cool was Doctors. that guy? What he did, man. Yeah, man. Um, did you? Did you? I don't know if you guys listened to it, but I just thought it was so cool that just from that that one little sample, they 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 made this whole thing. Um, and then continuing with the. White Magic, this song, Magic Dance, is from the movie Labyrinth. I don't if, if you guys ever seen it. It's an amazing movie. And it's it's it, it's very hard for me to watch because I hate puppets. <laughs> but David Bowie's so cool on it. It has Jennifer Connelly on it. And, and then they this guy, Nimbin, he's kind of like a, I don't know if he's a goth guy or industrial guy. I don't, this song is really danceable. He combined uh, Dead Men Walking and Magic Dance and just made this really, uh, catchy song, um, Ziggy Stardust. This is one of those where I think Bauhaus did it better than than David Bowie, kind of like a Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, I think what I think the way Bauhaus does it is blasphemy. Oh no 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 man, he trust me, just give it a listen if you haven't heard it. Just give it a shot. I I think I think uh, Peter Murphy does. He just it it fits him better. Um, the song's super cool too, and and one of the things that it's actually a tribute to like Jimi Hendrix and and um, bands that uh, the tragedy of the rock band. 
But the reason mm. why I've always loved this song, and it's 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 just the the whole he played guitar, he played it left handed. When things go left handed, I'm always in. You know, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> stupid, dumb shit. Who I am, and then finally, just breathe. Willie Nelson and Lucas Haas. Um, it's, it just sounds amazing. Dude. You hear this song, and and when I first heard it, I didn't know, I didn't realize it was a Pearl Jam song because it's such a slow song. And and I never, I didn't, I didn't really get into Pearl Jam's older stuff. Where you know, at least I I did the ukulele album, which is amazing, Eddie Vedder. But when I just heard this song, you just you just want to hit the open road like I wish I had a horse that I could ride listening to this song into the sunset. <laughs> it, 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 I, I actually love that cover, the Willie Nelson cover uh, of Just Breathe. And it's a duet, right? Because yeah, Lucas Haas sounds awesome. amazing too. Yeah, yeah no, it is a really cool cover. Alright, so that's our playlist. Um, again, it, it's we could have gone the easy route and the, did a bunch of punk covers, but we didn't. I, I like that it's you know it's kind of uh, all over the place. Um, and, and I, I like the, the takes that a lot of these bands had with, with, uh, or the artistic liberty that they took with the songs. Like, um, when I was putting the, the mix together, um, I don't say it's better than David Bowie's, but the Ziggy Stardust is, it actually really was a cool cover. And so was the, uh, Though the white magic was kind of cool to hear both of those songs together, that was kind of neat. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, if you listen to Bob Dylan's version of Desolation Row and then My Chemical Romance version of Desolation Row and how different they are, uh, but it's it's an awesome, awesome cover. Um, and then you know, Gilbert went with classic, memorable covers that actually were a big turning point for a lot of these these bands um so it was cool cool uh cool list of covers and again it, like most of our episodes and playlists it could have been an infinite number of songs um but you know that that i think that's a cool challenge for our listeners is to go out and, and research some of the songs that they thought were originally by by an artist and find out that that it's a cover by you know that uh, you know cover by another artist um, but yeah, nobody likes homework, Carlos. I do. <laughs> hey, so we seriously, have... back to the goth thing, man. We should do a goth show. Either that, or we do like a. Since we were talking about vitamin C and Mandy Moore, maybe we could do like. You were talking about back. vitamin C. All right, <laughs> we got to do one of that. We got to do a tribute to like Backstreet Boys and Sync. In Sync all day, baby. Is it? Is it LFO? You know, uh, no, yeah, LFO. Yeah, LFO. You know, yeah, yeah. we gotta do, we gotta do all those '90s like uh, boy bands and shit. Well, we we wouldn't do a music podcast if we didn't touch every genre. <laughs> I think that's what the audience wants, but we're definitely doing goth. <laughs> it's Gilbert's favorite, second favorite genre. I don't know if that's what the audience wants, but I know for a fact we're a music podcast, and you know, we gotta touch on every genre. We can't exclude any music except yes. country. Sometimes uh, you gotta let the darkness consume. Listen, all we uh, <laughs> all you gotta do is play "How Soon Is Now" just to start off the the whole podcast. I'm already throwing my hands in the air. I'm reaching for the sky. 
I'm, oh, I, I, I oh, missed the pulling the sky down. <laughs> I missed the kitchen. That that honestly is one of the best clubs ever in Miami. Period, man. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I the only time I witnessed the golf thing, because uh, I, I I don't think I ever went with with you, Eric, to a golf. No, the only but, time you went to the kitchen was for a hardcore show. Right, but and then the <laughs> hardcore show ended, <laughs> and then the golf kids were coming in, and it got a little dicey. It got a little weird. Like it, it was just it, costumes, man. No, 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 not because of the golf kids. Like, I, like it was like it got a little tense. Like two two different groups. Like the the Jets and the Sharks were about to break. <laughs> but would you? I, I always thought I always thought that was that dichotomy was funny too. When at the edge back in the day, remember like Saturday night, like you oh, would have all the industrial before the raves. And then right, and it yes. go into the and go into the rave, so you would get that kind of like like that weird protect your neck vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your neck. Speaking oh, of the man, I, I'll never forget the first time I, I I I I remember in high school. I think we were driving, and Carlos, you were with me. No, and both of you were with me. Gilbert was wearing a Ralph Lauren teddy bear shirt because he had one. I think it was you, or it was somebody else. And man, these goth kids, like they were older and they come, it looked like a KKK uniform. Like they're walking with hoods. No, they weren't walking. They were floating towards us. Well, <laughs> gliding, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, what the, we didn't understand. Right? We didn't understand what was going in there. And and it was just a matter of us like, hey, I want to try this, man. And, and as soon as I got in there, it was a great time. It was good music, a little dark. You know, yeah. but it was just it was just a good vibe, and everybody was just feeling it. And I and I, and I love to watch goth people dance. I know it's it looks weird, and it, I I dig it. I um speaking of instant or um of uh, industrial, I, I don't think Carlos, you were definitely too young. But Eric, did you ever make it to the institute? Um, no, at the beach. No, no, no. That place is badass. I was still playing honey gone see. You were. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that old. I mean, actually, I don't know how the hell we were like seventeen getting in there. I don't know how that happened, but but the one song that still um, reminds me of the institute is Front Two Four Two. Yeah, Headhunter. Headhunter. Headhunter, like, man. Yeah, that was like the back during the like Mitzareb and all that. You know, like it was just good stuff. Some ministry. Yep, ministry. Yep. Yeah. We could go on forever. We'll we'll do a golf show and and you know. I, I'll guide you guys. I, I'm not. I'm not deep into golf, but you know, there's there's a you few bands that I really like. You definitely know more than me and Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. So you my, can, my 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 knowledge is is just the, the how soon is now song. That's it. It's dan <laughs> it, it, they're dance tunes, bro. And if you hear these things like BNB Nation, oh man, like you could get. I don't. I don't know. I enjoy it. Anyways, well, that's Eric's facts. Let's do Eric's facts. We're we're going off topic. So no, are you ready for it? No, no, no. Hold on. So no. So. So when we do that, so you just, when we decide to do that episode, mm -hmm. so that'll be all your list. Just give me the go ahead, man. And, and I hope I could do it justice again, because I'm not as a... Listen, I need you, you to know, dye your hair like burst. jet black. Yeah, and then we'll do the dye whole episode. Jet black. We'll, we'll, we'll do, all of us will get black lights. And then that that's how we'll do the episode. That, I've always wanted to wrap myself in duct tape. Well, that'll be what? a little... I don't know. <laughs> that would be interesting. Could you imagine my hairy ass with duct tape all over? That's got to be a fun experience. Yeah, that'll, that'll be painful. But um, fun. But yeah, Kelly no. Clarkson. <laughs> so maybe. So what do we have coming up next? So, um, 
I know Eric and I. This we have a lot of ideas. We're 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 playing with a lot of ideas. No. Let's let's keep them secret for now, right? You already have the next show lined up, though, right? That well, that's the one you and I talked about. Gilbert doesn't. Okay. Know. Gilbert doesn't. Know. I definitely want to do that one, and then uh, when we get closer to Halloween, I want it to be dark, so we'll do some metal or whatever, and then. Um, Not whatever, man. When you do metal, we'll do some fucking metal, bro. We'll do some fucking. You gotta throw some horns in the air when you say that shit. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie James Dio, yeah. Wasp, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I know. So next month, next <laughs> next month, we're I know. Well, we've said it. I've said it in a previous podcast. Uh, we'll have uh, an all Beastie Boys episode as for the anniversary of uh, License to Ill, and then uh, we're gonna have a straight Wu Tang episode. But uh, we'll leave some we'll leave some mystery there. Uh, for upcoming episodes. Uh, Eric. Yes, sir. You want to drop some knowledge, son? Yes, I do. I, I changed it up um, because of, of Eddie Van Halen's passing. So I just wanted to th throw in some, some Eddie, Eddie Van Halen facts that I thought were cool, I found. Um, so I'm just going to go through them one by one. Um, his middle name was Ludwig, named after Beethoven. He ended up naming his son after Mozart, Wolfgang. Um, he was also this one I thought was really cool that he he can't read sheet music um, when he first learned when he start, first started taking piano lessons at the age of six what he was really good at was um, watching his teachers uh, he, he would follow their fingers and then he developed his ear it took a long time before anybody realized that that dude the guy doesn't know how to play music so it's it's all like kind of self-taught visual and then and then by sound um he he is regarded as one of the best guitarists of all time but when he originally started he was on drums and it was his brother who who played the guitar alex alex That's actually crazy. played guitar i thought that was cool um jump was their only number one hit which is you know it's a great song but you think everything that they had with with david um and Sammy and Gary Shion that they would have had at least more than definitely not with Gary Shion. I hope I say his name wrong. Hey, Eric, what are you what are you <laughs> say his name right? What are you banging on that we've heard the entire podcast? Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's me. Oh, I was pounding my fist. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I was not masturbating. Yeah. I was just, I, I, sorry about that. Um, I think it would have been more repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about. No, Quicker. I like it slow and long. <laughs> um <laughs> that um it was his brother that that suggested oh so like uh, um they, they were nominated for a grammy for that and and it's also like um you your kids can listen to it because it's on sing along with kids jump so it's kind of a universal song that everybody liked um he also this one was really cool he played on a little known track by michael jackson called beat it he was the his his is the guitar solo. Speaking, on of, that. Of, speaking of beat it, <laughs> and, and finally, I think this was my favorite one because I, I I love the band Scandal. Uh, Patty Smith, Patty Smythe, she changed her name because of Patty Smith. Eddie Van Halen actually called her up to be in the band, and she said no because she was pregnant at the time and she lived in New York, and she didn't want to live. Um, in LA and hang out with a bunch of animals. But I just thought it was cool. Like you're coming from David Lee Roth and then you're, you're choosing to put this eighties pop star. So that's how like open his mind was to like, 
let's see where we can take this shit. I mean, he did bring Gary Sharon to the band, so that's right. I thought that was kind of cool. Were you guys a were you guys a a um, Hagar or David Lee Roth guy? David Lee Roth. I, I like David Lee Roth, but Sammy had some good songs too, man. I was a Hagar guy, man. I, I know it's an unpopular position, position um, but dude, the hits. But First it, of all, that 50, the Fifty One Fifty album is. I love that album to begin with, and they just had really big hits with with yeah, Sammy right Hagar, here. man. Right here, yep. And then even the um, uh, right now, can this be love? Right now, I'm sorry. Yeah, right here is a different one. I think that was uh, Jesus Jones. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I was uh, yeah, I was curious because I, I know that most people are like you know think that was, that Hagar was, was just, like it was weird, right? Because it was more of a yeah, they were more of a party, and yeah. they, these guys were young and just they wanted to fucking go and they were hundred miles an hour. They were fast, dude. They used yeah. to go fast. Yeah. And you get a little older, you want to slow down. It's, yeah, the, it's that the energy with I get was so different, you know, than that. That's. That's why I like David Lee Roth was because of his energy and you know he's a fucking psycho. But it, it, it's hard. It's a stupid argument because it is two different bands with each guy, and they're both great bands. Yeah, I'm like it's. But I, you know, and it's funny also Van Halen that we're doing the cover episode. I mean, they they have they've done a ton of covers. You know, I think had we done the list prior to you know like uh, or after. Oh, you really got me going, right? Was it? Was yeah. Yeah, but uh, they did. Uh, they covered "Humble Pie," thirty days in the hole, um, "Pretty Woman," "Dancing in the Streets." You know, they did a lot of covers too. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I, <clears throat> you know, we, we we did lose a great one. You know, like I mentioned earlier, it, definitely in the Mount Rushmore guitar players. Uh, memorable videos: "Hopper Teacher," great video, "Jump." Uh, you know that they. You know, a great band overall. Always, you know, tons of hits. But what do you I do have a, I, I did run across a little fun fact when when I was looking for the Eddie stuff. Then uh, David Lee Roth, he would ha he had this group that they would go. He was into extreme sports and they would go rock climbing, spelunking, all kinds of shit. But it was a group of guys, and they would call themselves the Jungle Studs. That they would travel around the world <laughs> doing extreme shit. Like these guys were a group, and they would call themselves the Jungle Studs. How awesome is that? That is pretty awesome. Well, David Lee Roth is a wild guy, dude. Hey, I mean, look, look how many times, how many times weren't they at ends and broke up and reunited and broke up? And oh my gosh! But I mean, also, what? Um, the, I'm just out of curiosity because I, I know. Um, Eddie also like a master great deal of wealth with like his uh, like his line of guitars that he did with um, I was reading that somewhere um, like he, he came up with like a, a, an interesting way it wasn't was Fender right he didn't have a Fender right no no. is it Ibanez or Ibanez or whatever no I can't remember let me let me see if I find it but um I, I don't I don't know how I and this was actually prior to him passing maybe it was a, a couple of weeks ago um, was I, I watched this little documentary of him designing uh, these guitars like it, uh, I think the line is called Wolfgang um, named it after his kid who is a great guitar player in his own right too 
Um, there's a lot of cool videos of him playing with Eddie, like in live shows, which is pretty cool. Um, let me see if I find it. I can't PV. remember. PV. Yeah. PV. It's called the EVH. I wonder what the EVH stands for. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is you were you were you were right. Uh, whoever said Wolfgang to it. Yeah, it's yeah. PV EVH Wolfgang guitar. And, yes. and is there more of a, an an iconic symbol in rock than that? Than but he has its guitar? own brand. It's trademarked and everything. I didn't I didn't even know he had his own guitar. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. And how it started was that he had the the what is it? he would call it the Frankenstrap. The Frankenstrap, yeah. And yeah, he just built the. It was a guitar he created. Yeah. Mm. And, and and like I like I, man, I wish I would have re remembered or you know because I said I I didn't I don't know how I fell into watching that video. Uh, and again, like I said, it was probably a week before he passed, but um, like it, it was I. Like there's a lot of tweaks that he did with that, uh, with that company that made that guitar like generate the sound that he wanted, you know. So it was, it, it was. If I, if I remember it, I'll put the link on uh, on our Instagram page because it was really cool. Um, it was another. I was actually surprised. I I can't say surprised because he is an icon, but on social media, I mean, you know, to have one day where it wasn't politics or covid to watch almost everybody cover their page with you know his guitar pattern or or uh, pictures of eddie vetter i mean eddie vetter eddie van halen <laughs> um even like i i know on our instagram page i put the the eruption uh, solo um you know if i put that video but it was it was it's cool to see that you know people uh respected him and, and, and you know it was a lot of people's childhood but to watch younger people actually uh you know pay tribute to to a legend was actually pretty cool but definitely do god damn you 2020 very somber well you know very but this episode <laughs> yeah yeah i think I, I guess everybody's just down a little bit you know it, it was man it, it hurt um i know this show isn't going to air for like a week or two but yeah man this just happened and it's kind of a bummer to hear that yeah, you know, not kind of. It is a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. But again, he left us a great deal of music. Uh, you know, he's. <laughs> we'll always hear Van Halen on the radio. We'll always hear those riffs. Um, you know, we have a lot of great music. Luckily, we had Van Halen for a long time. It's not like you know, not like Kurt Cobain. You know that that you know. It wasn't an insult, Gilbert. <laughs> it was, you know, unfortunately, you know, he, must, he, he died young. Why uh, must you take shots? It wasn't a shot. It wasn't a shot. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's, you know, we got to see Van Halen old. You know, we got to see them, you know, it, from the 80s all the way through, I mean, shit, to 2020. And um, there's, there's a lot of great content on, on the internet. Uh, you know, him playing with his son in live shows. As I mentioned, all these little bits of, of him designing his guitar. So, you know, it's, it's one of those guys that'll be immortal and the music will be eternal. So, and it made you want to finger bang the guitar. Yeah. You know, that he used to, he used to play that like he would face the, he would face away from the crowd so nobody could see him tapping. He didn't want, any, he didn't want anybody to, to see what he was doing with the guitar or how he was creating those sounds. I, I thought that was always cool. That was cool. It's, it's not, it's not called finger banging. No. <laughs> 
No, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of like, he also, you know, an innovator. I think there was a song, Pound Cake, too, where he uses a drill. Yeah. To, to, to play. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, guys, if you think this, this, um, this show was a little sad and emotional. Wait till we do the emo or the golf show. <laughs> Those are going to be really sad. They're going to feel the, eye, the eyeliner episode. <laughs> oh, I'm totally pulling eyeliner for that. I bet you are. I oh, bet you. and paint my nails black. <laughs> ah. yeah, now, now that we'll actually I think it's called guy liner. Guy liners when, when, guy, when yeah. a guy puts it on. Is it still women? Or like, if I go to the store and ask for eyeliner? You think people look at me funny? No, man, it's a different yeah, time. Probably will. Different time. No, I think I think it'll be more normal than not. I think they'll probably tell you, "Hey, no, the last guy before you bought it." You should have seen it. I had to retire one of my shirts. I have these three shirts that I love that I've had for like God knows how long, twenty years. And um, Gilbert seen them. They have holes everywhere. I'm actually wearing the the final member of the pack, but it had this hole on the back, so I was out riding my bike today. And I snagged on something, so it was ripped. I had to stop at, at Starbucks to buy some <laughs> coffee. So I'm walking in there half naked. Like, not half naked, but my shirt all ripped on, falling off the back. Uh, shoulders, like, ripped off. Actually, it's right here in the trash next to me. <laughs> hey, Eric. Look at this thing. How the hell did you go? <laughs> it's, like, it's like deteriorating. I did. I, I honestly, for a second, I thought you were showing us a tank top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, at, look at this. Look at this. How black. It's a clean shirt, but it's just so soft. And I, I, it was just time. Look, look how easy it rips. Watch this. It's like, oh. Butter. <laughs> uh. my, 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 my dysfunctional youth shirt was like that, remember? Yeah. You could, you could see through it. That's how. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. It's just so. I, I I don't know, man. I like when shirts are like that. They're worn in and they just feel nice. Eric, listen. When you go buy eyeliner, make sure to buy Rihanna's eyeliner. Eyeliner, okay? Uh, I'll always support her. She's the queen. She's my favorite. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Well, hold on, dude. Oh. Jesus Christ, man. I'm always so premature. That's why I the ladies love Gilbert me. to say where he's going to DJ next. <laughs> There's other things I want to add. Uh, so we'll start with Gilbert. Gilbert, do you want to let anybody know where you're going to be next or what are you doing? Well, if you guys are in the South Florida area, um, <laughs> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll, be, uh, I'll be at uh, Hidden Gardens in Fort Lauderdale, Las Olas, on Friday. And then Saturday... I am at a new cool spot. I actually started DJing there last week uh, called Sistruck Marketplace. And um, if you guys are from familiar, like from South Florida, if you're like uh, familiar with like 1-800-LUCKY, so it's kind of like this new concept where they're like, it's like food halls. So you have like all these different options of, of uh, you know, vendors uh, to eat and um, they have live music before I go on. And then I, I do the like the lace part, but the, the cool one, excuse me, in Sistrunk, the one in Miami, it's, it's actually, a, there's a brewery inside. So it's going to be in Miami or no, no, it's in, it's in, no, it's in Fort Lauderdale, but, but, um, um, but that's cool. And then, so I was actually talking to my wife about it. I think I want to do one last final Twitch hurrah. Um, cause yeah, unfortunately, well, I'm hoping to start the parties at an actual place where you could come see me. You don't have to see me through a computer screen. But how about the rest of the world, Gilbert, you selfish son of a bitch? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I have to actually DJ for live people now, so I don't have the time to be able to I was to watching Della, 
DJ Bella Fiasco. Bella and Fiasco. if she could do her Twitch show and then do her regular sets, then I believe you can too. Yeah. You know what? I think you've given me. I the mean, motivation. just one day. Just one day. Yeah, no, dude. you know what? No, I, but I, I know. I know. I know you're busy during the week. But, but, I do. Even if you even if you do it once a month. Yeah, and no, if no one's watching, you know, I'll I do, always be watching. I, I do, I do miss it. I, but I do maybe want to go do one, one finals lovers, lovers rock one, and then hopefully bring it to the to the actual uh, venue where people can come and see me. But I do want to eventually just do like do some more stuff like eighties and you know, kind of mix up the genres and stuff like what that. What about your merchandise? Are you still gonna be still got, still available? Okay, still available. Right, I, uh, I just thought I had a collector's edition hat. You know, now that lovers rock yeah. has gone under. No, I, but, like, I mean I got the last Lovers Rock hat. No, Lovers Rock will still be going on. Hopefully, like I said, it'll be at an actual venue. So stay tuned for that. I just and, put that uh, sticker on my damn TARDIS uh, mini fridge that I keep by there. Dude, yeah, I got a shit ton of stickers, man. You guys hit me up on social media. It's DJG Funk and my A. I'll send you a sticker. Or two. Huh? Or two. <laughs> I don't have anything going on, Carlos. Oh yeah. Maybe you should. Why don't you take over Lovers Rock and just sit there? I don't want to DJ. No, you don't have to DJ. It's not my thing. Um. So, you know, as I again, I do a piss poor job at doing this, but again, please feel free to send us messages at uh or you know give us any suggestions at bbodegapodcast at gmail.com. And then um, you could also go to our website, www.thebeatbodegapodcast.com, or you could hit us up on the DM uh, on Instagram. Also, I want to give a a special shout out to uh, Chad Jernigan, who has been listening to the podcast since its inception. Um, Also is is our our lone donor. If you guys... That's Chad. Chad. If you guys uh, love what we do and, um, you know, we have a few ideas to ex- expand even further, uh, you know, support the podcast. And uh, if you um, follow us uh, and, or on uh, social media and want to find out how you could be a part of the podcast and, uh, and uh, contribute, uh, shoot us a message. Um, and lastly, uh, again, uh, rest in peace to uh, the iconic and legendary guitar player, uh, Eddie Van Halen and uh, Eric take us out of here bye take care everybody Peace.